Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee, everyone. I'm back! Or Digital Coffee's back. Yes, as I said before, Gamers Cafe, the data overlords have finally allowed me to record again because I have more data to upload. So yes, we'll get right into the news as there is quite a bit going on, as always. Alright, are you on Snapchat? Are you a teen that's on Snapchat? And are you on it because your parents aren't on it? Well, they're going to be on it soon. Yes, unfortunately now parents are starting to, or adults, or whatever you like to call them, old people, geezers, whatever you like to call them, they are starting to go on to Snapchat. Now it's still a low minority right now because most people think Snapchat is a waste of time, and that's fair if they think that way. You don't have to be on every social media, like I say, time and time again. But yes, they're slowly becoming on it. Probably because, well, A, Facebook is becoming more draconian about its what it's doing. It's, you know, manipulating the news feed even more now. It's kind of just, it's really annoying. I don't like it. And two, Snapchat's new, and people like to share videos, photos, and whatever. And it's a little bit more private than Facebook is because you share it to specific people or to put on your story if you want to, but it can be a little bit more private than Facebook. Even though, yes, you can lock down Facebook, Snapchat is just one of those areas. So yes, teens, unfortunately, your favorite social network is being invaded by the adults. So expect more baby photos in destructible messages and expect more just people with wrinkles and age and other stuff on it. Yes, it's happening. It's happening, everybody. The apocalypse is happening. Run for your lives! Yeah, not really. Alright, iPhone 7. Yes, the new iPhone that's coming out has had some leaked photos, and it looks like it's going to be a little bit chubbier, or a little bit bigger, or a little bit whiter. Just, just a little bit chunkier. Whatever the word you want to use, it's going to be a little bit thicker. I think that's the one. Than the iPhone 6. Uh, it looks like there's some slight changes to it as well, but it's not enough to it to be, whoa, it's a completely new phone. So there's slight differences to it. Now, this is only a rumor. We don't really know officially what it's going to look like, but it's pretty credible that it's actually going to look something like this. And so be on the lookout for it. Uh, it should be, If you're an Apple fan, it should be awesome. If you're not... Well, it's just another iPhone to everybody else, like me. All right, the BlackBerry Classic is going away. Yes, they are permanently discontinuing the phone. It looks like the phone has not taken off as well as they hoped, and it looks like people just really don't want to use the BlackBerry Classic anymore because they like the touchscreen and they don't like the buttons. The buttons are in the way. Why does the buttons take up half my screen? But yes, is being done away, they're gonna just simply be doing smartphones with touch screens like the Priva, which is a smartphone done by Blackberry, obviously that has Android. It's a pretty good smartphone, it just doesn't have the classic keyboard anymore. So if you're looking for that, I'm sorry, you're just gonna have to go to eBay and hopefully not have to overpay for a phone like that. And watch out, mind you, there's a lot of ways that those sellers overcharge. Saw some for the RX480. Way overpriced. Alright, there's an epidemic going around with young people. It is death by selfie, or death by really dumb, dumb, dumb people. 
that probably deserve whatever they did, even though dying is not a cool thing. I don't wish it on people. If you're trying to do, quote-unquote, dangerous selfies or risky selfies, you're asking for trouble. And there's a lot of teens and 21-year-olds apparently is the average age for when people do these. It's basically you hang over a building, you do some really risky type of stunt and get a picture of it, and then you, you know, hopefully go back to safety or fall to your death, which a lot of them have, and it's just, look at people. I know selfies are fun. I know they can, you know, make you seem so cool and so beautiful and so handsome. But seriously, common sense. If I'm hanging over a building and it's taking a long time to take a picture, maybe I should get up from that said building so I don't fall to my death. Why is this so difficult for some people? I know I love thrill-seeking, but there is a difference between being a thrill-seeker and just being dumb. And this usually is one of them. You're just being dumb. Do not hang over a side of building just for a stupid picture. Use Photoshop. Just take a picture of Billy, Photoshop yourself there, and there you go. It's the same thing. And there's no risk to it. And you probably would be called a fraud, but then you could be like, at least I'm still alive, suckas. Yes, but risk selfies, or risky selfies, I should say, is the new thing. And it's just, it's terrible. I mean, it's killing a lot of people just for stupidity. It's, it's, it's stupid. I mean, I love I love risk taking, and I understand risk taking, but it's it, it hurts my head. All right, the family photo sharing platform together. Uh, yeah, together. Uh, together. Uh, it's just together with an A on the end. Basically, what it is. Well, if you are a fan of it, it's shutting down. Yes, it could not actually get. Uh, more funding for it, and the user base was just wasn't as big. Most of the people either using Google Photos, Facebook, or Apple to actually store their photos. It just really wasn't working out, and so they have decided to close it because, well, if you don't have enough money to pay your employees or pay anything else, it's time to go. It's time to find something new on the horizon. So yes, if you are on this, be prepared for it to be shutting down. Now, it's kind of sad that when companies, you know, go away, but, I mean, it's the nature of tech. If you're not popular, you're not going to get investments. And if you don't get investments, you're, you're, you're in trouble. You're in really, really big trouble. Terrible trouble. Unless you can kickstart it, which could work. Usually doesn't, though. All right. Now, this is top news, and this is could be more politics, but still, it's, it's something to at least talk about. Hillary Clinton has been, you know... She's not going to be charged, and it's no big surprise she's not going to be charged by the FBI, saying that they did no wrongdoing. They were just extremely careless about their tech. I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure if anybody else did this, they would be brought up in charges. Why is she not brought up in charges? She had her server hacked. She had a lot of top-secret documents in an unprotected server. This is, like, stupid beyond stupid. Why would you do that? I get that other officials have had private servers, but they never stored top secret data on their servers. Why are you doing it? Why? Why did no one go, maybe we shouldn't do this? Sounds like a bad idea. 
No, no one's gonna hack us. I mean, who would really know? Who would know that I'm doing this? I mean, it's just the, the amount of brain power to understand people like this hurts my head because stupid takes too much time to understand. And this is just stupid. I'm sorry, she's a woman, but she did a not very bright thing. And so is therefore stupid. Should, I, should she brought onto charges for that? Yes, because if anybody else did this, they would be sanctioned. She should be sanctioned too. She did not take in the best interest of the country to safeguard her emails. Why? I do not know. It sounds like a really stupid thing. But yes, we all knew this was coming. We all knew she wasn't going to be charged with anything because she's a presidential candidate and she's part of the left. And the left doesn't want their you know, beacon of hope or beacon of insanity <laughs> to be talked to. Hey, they're all both insane, by the way. I have no way like Trump or her at all. Third party all the way. Woo woo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that, because there's nobody else going to be, like, saying, what, what, back to me. All right, Twitter has added a former Facebooker called Brett Taylor to its board. Yes, he was part of FriendFeed. If you don't understand what FriendFeed was, it was kind of an aggregator of social media, allowed you to talk to people as well. It was pretty good. It was pretty robust, but Facebook bought it uh, in, like, 2009. And then he went to co-found to be the CEO of Quib, which is actually really good. Uh, team collaboration, Excel, Word type program type website. It's pretty good. I love it. Uh, so now he's going to Twitter. Hopefully this will help them with uh, well, their ailing problems of stagnant growth and people for some odd reason liking Facebook better, which really you really shouldn't. Just stop. Facebook's not good. It's terrible. It used to be great, but now it's just bad. And that's where Instagram's going down the toilet. And I'm hoping something else will take it over, like Flipgram. We'll probably take it over, I'm pretty sure. All right, here's some interesting news going on. It looks like audio streaming is, well, it's beating music videos by quite a bit of margin. It looks like in the, from 2015 to 2016, audio streaming has jumped up 107.8%. So from a full year, it's jumped up. Video streaming, 23.1%, and streams in general, 58.3%. That's a huge jump for streaming, and it looks like us Americans really love our streaming music, especially Spotify, Google Play, I guess you could do that as well, Pandora, Apple Music, if you actually like that. I really don't. I like Spotify. Uh, but yes, it looks like streaming music has gone jumped up way, way much. Now, CD sales have declined year on year, and even though record sales are up, so vinyl records, uh, it's still streaming music is the powerhouse right now. Now, Spotify has a lot of things going against it. One is Apple and their, well, I still call it dirty-handed things of, A, it has Apple Music, so it is a direct competitor. B, it owns a very popular smartphone called iPhone. And so it can dictate their own rules, and it could actually be bleeding Spotify money just so it, you know, doesn't have to compete with them anymore. Because 
with their terms and services. If any app developer wants to get a subscription, they have to go through Apple's in-app purchases, and Apple takes a 30% cut from it. So that's a lot of money for uh, Spotify, and Spotify cannot, you know, afford that, and so they tried to circumvent it, and they got caught, and it's been a whole back-and-forth match. Because Apple's saying, we can't get preferential treatment, but we do to our own. It's just silly, guys. It's just, it's just silly. Just really, really silly. And I don't really like Apple that much anyways. And yes, I do have an iPad, but it's only because sometimes apps only come to iPad, and I need to try them out. I want to try them out. So sue me. Still love Android. Android all the way. What, what? Yes, I've chosen a side. Even though I don't mind iPhone, I prefer Android still. Anyways, moving on. It looks like Alexa is going to get smarter with, well, with different apps and different ways for you to use those apps as well. So integrated with Lyft, uh, golfing, if you really care about the PGA Tour, and Honeywell, and Fitbit. So you can, you know, track your heart rate and know that it is completely wrong because Fitbit is not great at checking your heart rate. Is in the lawsuit before, or call a call Lyft driver and get picked up that way, or you know check the latest golf stats because who wants to watch golf? It's so boring. People say baseball's boring. God, golf would put me to sleep. Now playing golf is a lot more fun. That's the difference. I'd rather play golf than watch it. Totally. If someone said hey, you want to watch golf, I'd be like, nope. Do not want to watch it. None whatsoever. Don't make me watch. Anyways, I'm getting way sidetracked. Yes, so you can do a lot more with your Alexa, especially your Echo, and you can, you know, call a driver, like I said before. Do all the fun stuff that you really want to do. Yay! Yay for that. Yay. All right. Now, the OnePlus 3 is out, and the reviews have been, well, they liked it. They liked it a lot. Uh, and so the the... CEO of OnePlus has been asked if they're going to get into VR or wearables, and he has said uh, no. Uh, the reason is, and it's kind of a smart reason, is uh, wearables are tricky, and there is no guarantee that it'll actually, you know, sell well. And VR is still pretty new, and there's no set standard for it. And you've got about three or four different powerhouses trying to set the standard, so it would be not wise to actually get into it quite yet, so they have decided to hold back on it. What's interesting is they did have a, a watch, a smart watch, that was available to go, and then they decided last minute to pull it, so they're not doing it anymore, but it would have been interesting to see what they would come up with, but unfortunately we will never see for a foreseeable future. It's sad. Alright, the U.S. State Department wants Internet of Things. It demands Internet of Things. It wants to save money on Internet of Things. It doesn't understand that Internet of Things have crappy security. So it's decided, you know what, we don't know much about tech, let's just do it anyway. So it has basically hired C3 LOT, or formerly C3 Energy, to deploy LOT platforms to hundreds of thousands of data points over the coming years. Yes, that also means foreign embassies and treaty rooms and within the State Department's control. Because control is everything. Uh, so what it's going to be doing is going to be you know, going with Amazon's architecture or Amazon's service provider because uh, the government does you know, use Amazon's hosting services for that and use the cloud to you know save it money now it could be interesting to see if 
They will have a robust security for Internet of Things because whatever I've read is that the Internet of Things is not very good. It is terrible on security, and that is a cause for concern. But, you know, it's the U.S. government. They don't really know about tech, much about tech, and they kind of, you know, get hacked, like the IRS. Thank you, IRS, for getting us all, for getting us hacked. I mean, seriously, why would you be hacked like that? Why? Why? All right, the never-ending legal battle of Google and Oracle is still raging on because Oracle wants his money, dang it, because it bought a open-source software and decided that it needs to charge because reasons. I don't know why you would buy some microsystems and know specifically that Java was open source and that people used it and that's what it was primary purpose for and that's why it got so popular and then backtrack, not really support it very well, have all these different types of things and delay updates for it, especially for the enterprise version of it, just to get back at Google because Google used it and was successful with it on Android and you're just butthurt that you couldn't figure it out yourself. Yes, I don't like Oracle. Oracle is a terrible company. hope it goes bankrupt, but it probably won't because it's got a lot of money. But I still don't like it. Bad Oracle. Bad. I would, if you were an actual human, I would slap you. Slap the hands. Okay, slap the hand in the game. And see if I can slap your hand so hard enough it hurts and bleeds. Community off track. Um, so it looks like, well... One of the lawyers on Oracle's side decided to reveal Google's $1 billion search deal with Apple, and Google was not so happy about that, saying that it wants to impose sanctions on it because, well, it keeps those deals super secret for a reason, because that's a lot of money being dropped on Apple just to get your search on Apple. So, yes, in the never-ending battle of, we're the better company, no, we're the better company, no, Java is an open source. Well, technically it was for a while. Well, all of a sudden now you're being so... Rah, rah, rah. That's what I think what lawyers do when they go to court. Rah, rah, rah. They probably don't. But it'd be really funny if that's all they did. Rah, rah, rah. All right, the FTC, yes, the Federal Trade Commission, is investigating Ashley Madison. Ooh, apparently Ashley Madison has done some infidelity with its business. <laughs> Get it? Infidelity with this, this infidelity site. Anyways, uh, yes, Ashley Mass is being investigated primarily for the fembops that have, you know, plagued it. I'm not on it, so I wouldn't know firsthand, so don't put that out of your mind. You know it's in your mind, put it out. Uh, but yes, it's being investigated specifically for that. The reason is, is because there's a lot of fembots, and it's a way to get guys to subscribe so you can actually, you know, have money and so if you pretend to be a woman it will help, especially if it's a picture of a very attractive woman and so that's what they did to get guys to sign up and kind of sort of cheat. I mean I guess it's cheating in basically the purest form of thought because you're talking to another woman specifically for one reason but if all you're talking to is a make-believe woman i feel like you're just doing that in your head you're just make-believe talking to a woman yeah it's just one of those things so apparently ashton madison does not even know that <laughs> why they're being investigated but everybody's like it's this it's we we know you may be oblivious but we know uh, so it's really confused about that, and so they're investigating that. 
Now, the new CEO has said that it will, you know, beef up its security and, you know, make sure it's more robust. But the problem is with that is that their reputation has already been kind of smeared. <laughs> and it's not going to be one of those hideaway places to, you know, cheat because <laughs> your information's already out there. If you didn't know, they got hacked pretty bad. Uh, a hacker got all the information and then sold it and then people have been blackmailing other people for their infidelity or maybe alleged infidelity because they may have not actually met a woman. They may have actually just talked to a fembot that really wasn't a woman. Because it, it does happen on there. Quite a bit. A lot. Alright, another rumor, but this is on the Windows side of everything. It looks like Windows is going to bring new Surface. Yes, it's bringing Surface back. Like Justin Timberlake bought sexy bag? No, it's bringing its Surface line, and it looks like it may be LTE finally, which is something that's been lacking. There could be two different Surface size surfaces, surfaces, surface size. So it doesn't make it, it doesn't sound surfaces uh, to it. One with basically being just a dock for your phone, Windows Phone, if you actually have a Windows Phone or an Android phone as well, so basically being a dock, be able to charge your phone with a USB-C, which is one of the USB out there as well. Um, there are also rumors about the Microsoft Band 3. Now the Band 2 is still being sold right now, and it's not the most popular wearable out there, but it is a pretty solid offering from Microsoft. Now the 3 could be you know, a little bit better, better battery life, more water resistant to uh, depths of water because the depths of water is so different and just a you know just a few more robust things more of an integration with Windows 10 and so you can kind of see your stats right on your desktop if you actually have Windows 10 if you don't you won't actually be able to see it at all but those types of things also the once again rumor of the surface phones since it's been talked about quite a bit because Microsoft has finally just canned the Nokia line and the Windows phones, it has looked like more and more that they may be actually doing service phones. However, they need to find the right uh, chipset to actually do it well, and they still haven't found it quite yet. Uh, also, there's going to be no more Surface 3s and Surface 4s. They're eventually going to be discontinued this December, so... If you're looking for a Surface, a new one, you might want to get it sooner rather than later because if you got it later, it won't be there anymore. And then you'll just have to play on the actual Surface. It means, you know, like tables and all that other fun stuff. Yes. Anyways, uh, Google is working on making every website viewable in VR. Yes, since Google is doing a hard push into VR with uh, the VR cardboard and its daydream softwares slash hardware it is trying to get into it more and more and make all websites more VRable. VRing? You could VR it? VR it? I think that could be a word. Let's VR it. Uh, yes, it's trying to do that as well since VR is the next popular frontier for tech and even though I'm not quite convinced about it yet or maybe I should say I'm just skeptical about it it's still a thing and still people are trying to push into it. It'll be interesting to see throughout the years if this does turn to be a more robust platform that people actually use or like 3D TVs. Complete and utter waste of time and dead. Dead. Now it could be the, the first one more than the latter. 
um, that is actually going to be robust because so many companies are putting money into it, but it doesn't actually mean it's going to be a success. So we always got to, you know, weigh on the, the cost-benefit analysis. All right, looks like Google's going to be baking Chromecast into Chrome. Yes, without using an extension, you can finally, you know, play Chromecast through your Chrome, which should have happened a while ago. But yes, in Chrome 51, you'll be able to do that. There will be a little uh, option in the, the settings or the three dashed lines. If it's uh, Windows, if it's not, it's going to be three dots instead. So you can actually finally be able to do that. Yay! You don't have to use the Chrome extension, but you still can do it. So it's kind of like the way uh, Hangouts does it as well. So yay for that. Good on them. Finally be able to actually, you know, have actual support for Chromecast, which is an awesome, awesome dongle that you should try out. All right. Android has another vulnerability, and this one's actually quite bad. <laughs> the funny part is actually it's Qualcomm's fault. Now, the unfortunate thing is that most Android phones actually use a Qualcomm CPU, so we're all kind of in jeopardy of that. Now, what happens is that a hacker can gain full access to a full encryption of the data using brute force action. It just means, like, keep on doing either doing the same password or doing different variants of passwords and finding the right one at limited times, and then all of a sudden you get into it. Um, but the problem is, is that the reason why this happens or there's a break in the full disk encryption is because of law enforcement. Now, I've said this before. The reason why backdoors in encryption is a bad idea is because of this. Why does the government still not get it? I will talk about this until they finally get it. Encryption, good. Bad encryption, bad. That's why it's called bad encryption or weak encryption or backdoors, bad. Let me just leave the backdoor open for you. No one else is going to figure it out. Ah, uh, just gets really annoying when they try to just help law enforcement and break their own encryption. You don't do it. Encryption's there to be encrypted, not to have a backdoor. Once a backdoor is already found out, you have to plug it because people already know where it is. It's not going to be a secret forever because people sell that information online. Luckily, someone who is not nefarious found out this attack and is working with Google and Qualcomm to fix this issue because it can get full access to data it shouldn't actually get full access to this is just a really bad sign this is why I don't like the government the government really needs to stop thinking it knows about tech because it doesn't it's completely clueless I'll take that to my grave it'll be on my tombstone government is clueless about tech here lies government is clueless about tech well, that'd be awesome hmm. maybe I should put that Two tombstones, one for that and then one for just my actual name, so people don't go, why would a parent name him that? That's a full sentence. That name is so long. Uh, but anyways, moving on, Microsoft is rolling out, yes, a new way of trying to get you to upgrade. It will be less intrusive as the last one since they had to stop doing that because they got sued and the plaintiff won for that. So now they're doing a less nag of a way of upgrading to Windows 10. Yeah, now it's full page. Yay, full page nags. Uh, but this one will not trick you into saying no and then installing Windows 10 for you. Now, I like Windows 10. I do not like their upgrade tactics. Now, the upgrade tactics were stupid, horrible, and just, look, if your operating system's great, let people just upgrade. If they like, if people like it, they will tell people about it. If they don't, then they won't. 
That's what happens. In Microsoft, you haven't had the best track record for operating systems. Windows ME, Vista, most people hated. Windows 8, a lot of people hated. But you had a lot of good ones. XP was a great one. 95 was a great one. Um, Windows 7 was a great one. And Windows 10, even though a lot of people don't like it because of really bad logic sometimes. Encryption, yeah. I'm like, you're already being tracked. I'm being tracked just looking at websites. That's what happens. Anyways, it is a full page nag, yes. Now it does have the upgrade now, remind me later, and then there's two, I'm, I'm gonna stress this, there are two other prompts on the left bottom side of the screen saying, remind me three times, or do not notify me again. Now if you don't wanna be notified again, you don't wanna have to push that button, do the do not notify me again, because you just will not upgrade for whatever reason it is. Now some of your reasons could be legitimate, if it is because the software won't well, be compatible with it, then you have crappy software. Let's just be honest. It's crappy software. If it has not by now been uh, compatible with Windows 10, it's bad. It's just terrible. But yes, it's going to be a full page ad, so either upgrade before July 29th or just keep whatever operating system you have. But keep this in mind. If you are a Windows 7 user, because it's most likely the Windows 7 users that hate Windows 10, you only will get security updates for about four more years. So by 2020, it's going to discontinue Windows 10, Windows 7, not Windows 10. <laughs> yeah, they discontinue Windows 10. Everybody's like, yay, finally. Well, they might, I mean, eventually. But once again, I'm going to tell you, it's definitely going to be discontinued by 2020. Make sure you understand that there is an end of life for all software, including operating systems. That's just because tech upgrades a lot faster and operating systems cannot handle a lot of it. So, if you do want the latest and greatest, upgrade to Windows 10. If you don't, then don't. However, for gamers, you might want to look into it only because of DirectX 12 and it has a lot of really good advantages to it. Beyond that, well, it's up to you. Um, if you don't want to have security updates for a lot longer, then don't do it. Like I said before, let's get over this privacy thing because if you're just on the web, if you're on social media, and if you have an email address, you're being tracked. It's just plain and simple fact there. I know you're trying to be really, you know, really care about your privacy. The problem is, is that if you're on Facebook or any of those social network sites, your data is already, you're already gone. They already have it. They already have your information. Just stop with that logic. It's completely and utterly dumb. All right. China to reporters. Hey, you can't use or you can't cite social media unless we say it's okay. Basically what China is saying is that we want to see everything that you're going to write, type, share, display, whatever, to make sure it's okay and it's in line with our messaging. Remember people, this is China. China is not the best for freedom of speech. Now, the West has kind of been following suit a little bit as well, especially in the EU about the whole uh, taking down hateful things about migrants, even though they probably are a little bit more true than the elected officials want to believe, especially with rape cases. It's a whole other issue that's not on text. We won't, we'll skirt around that. However, China is doing this. They're making sure they're tightening their grips so their people don't... <laughs> 
rise up against them and actually want to be a democracy. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Maybe they'll actually, you know, take down their pollution to, you know, acceptable levels where you aren't breathing in and getting cancer while you just breathe in. Why, why most people will never go to China? I wouldn't go to China just because of that. I mean, people say it's terrible here. It's even worse there. But yes, China has said, look, if you're going to be sharing or posting anything about social media, it has to come through us. So, with that being said, if you're in any news organization, I would get all the stuff I can, write it after you've left China, and then, you know, have China deal with it afterwards. Because China is going to be stupid. They, they're just going to be selling you what they don't want you to say, even though you should be saying it. And that's a travesty. In China, well... You suck, okay? Let's just be honest. You make a lot of stuff for us, and I get it, and that's our own fault, but you still suck. Your abhorrent human rights is abhorrent, and I'll say it again because you need to hear it, even though you probably won't listen to this. But yes, I do not like China. This is stupid. This is not freedom of the press, and I know understand that China does not care about it, but I'm hoping that someday one leader will be like, you know what? Forget it. This is an awful country. This is an awful government. We need to start making this a better place for people, not just be land grabbing like crazy. That's China for you. Always doing something stupid. All right, some apps, programs for you to try this week. Now, if you are on Snapchat, there is a Snap tag that allows you to find people through Snapchat. It's kind of like a QR code, but with the ghosts instead of just more dots. Now, there is something called a Snap tag editor that allows you to, well, create a unique Snap tag. Yes, you can change the color and add your picture to it. So, I put the link in the show notes so you can actually do it yourself, but you can change it from yellow to green to blue to red to all the favorite colors that you want. There's a lot of them, different shades of green, different shades of yellow, different shades of blue, red, orange, anything you want. You can actually, you can add a background image as well. You can also increase or decrease the size of the background. It's super simple to use and it's great. All right, there is a intelligent texting platform called YepChat. YepChat. Let me say it one more time. YepChat. It allows you to react, shout, charge, serve, intercept, and inquire about different things, and this is more for businesses. Also gives you different APIs, message hub, analytics for, you know, cater to all your business needs because it can be a little bit well, cray-cray when you're trying to do, run your own business. As you know, I'm still going to lose my mind. All right. Are you looking for the next Snapchat? Well, Korea has one for you. It's called Snow. It is the most popular thing in Korea right now. So if you are tired of Snapchat and need something new, you can get it. It's it's available for iOS and Android. I probably won't because eh, I don't need to be on another one. I already got enough. This is already. Yep, yep. All right. This has been going around the news, but Skype has made a way for professionals to have meetings. Super simple, super easy. It's called Skype meetings. Yes, simple as that. You can start a meeting for free. You can also use uh, your Office 360 and do it that way. Um, for this one, for the just this free meeting, uh, PowerPoint collaboration and screen sharing, personalized URL to join from any device and video calls with people up to 10 people. 
Yes, that's a lot. For Office 360, you get the Office apps, uh, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all those other instant uh, message anytime, and meeting recordings and meetings with up to 250 people. So you have way more options, but it's super dead simple to use, and it's a free option, and why not? You have that one. You also have Hangouts, which is actually a pretty good free option. There's GoToMeetings, but GoToMeetings you actually have to pay for, so this is just a better alternative for it. All right, that is the end of Digital Coffee. I hope you guys enjoyed this brew. It was so tasty and so rentfully, but it was in a tasteful way. But yes, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, on Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, and VineDigital.Coffee. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patron at Digital Coffee. All right, guys, join me tomorrow when I talk about marketing and marketing blend. All right, guys, have a good day. Later.